Conversations. Glad to have you back. Glad to be back. So I'm driving home from Trader Joe's. Good times. So I want to talk to you today about participation. Or as Kevin James on the King of Queens says, participation. Is it enough just to participate? You know, when I was a kid, back when like dinosaurs were on the earth. You know, it was about participation. There was no such thing as a participation trophy. And I'm a firm believer, after being somebody for years who just collected one trophy after the next and had this huge collection of trophies, who gives a shit? Stop giving kid trophies. Don't give a kid a trophy ever. Never. It's not about what they get. It's about what you give. What you give. If we continually, and I did this with my kids too, if you continually concoct and structure a system that only is based on somebody just showing up, like here, you get a reward for showing up. No. No. So I say participation is not enough. It's the passion you bring to somebody. Anyone can participate. Anyone can just show up and stand there and do nothing. Anyone can do that. And if you're standing there and doing nothing, whether it's through your mind or your body, you shouldn't be there. You should be somewhere else. Fucking parents. Parents are always forcing kids to do shit they don't want to do. And sometimes they'll say, like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten here if my parents didn't push me. Bullshit. Come on. Listen, I'm somebody who knows. Who had a father who was completely out of his fucking mind. Who pushed me and pushed me. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if he pushed me or not. I had an aptitude for something. And whether he showed me how to do it or not, I was going to learn how to do it. It really didn't matter. I hate to sound self-centered and just like self-important. It didn't matter. Because you know what? This is how I know it didn't matter, okay? Let me just lay it out for you. My dad, and this isn't a therapy session, but I guess they all are. It's the me conversations, and you're going back in time in your mind to think about different things. My dad taught me how to play baseball and basketball. And those are the sports I started playing at a young age. I started playing baseball at five, six years old. Basketball was later, like nine, ten years old. I got a scholarship for basketball in college. I just learned how to play basketball. I just learned, I watched, I absorbed. And that's fine. Those are two sports that he taught me that he was interested in me. But I also, there were two other sports. Just talking about sports, eventually I get to school. Two other sports he didn't teach me. And that was golf and tennis. I, I wound up having a scholarship to play basketball in college. I played all throughout college. I was a captain. I did really well in college. But, however, I also was captain of the tennis team my last two years in college. I love tennis. Tennis, I just picked up myself. Golf, I just went on a golf course and played. Simple as that. Once I got clubs, when I was like 12 or 13, I went to went to camp one summer. Before I got my clubs, I was like, this is cool. I like to do this. Learned how to play golf by myself. Was I the best golfer? Maybe not. I, I, I broke 80 once. Okay, whatever. Score, does that matter? 
Did I enjoy it? I guess. It was better than being in my house for four or five hours in the cliff when I was a teenager. It was great. I played in my 20s, a little bit in my 30s, whatever. And that was it. But those are two sports I learned myself. I, I guess I had a passion for those. Maybe because I, it was mine. And as far as school goes, I, I came from two very educated people with, with multiple degrees. My dad's a lawyer. My mom was, was a teacher who eventually became a, a, a like a, like a head of a head of a department. You know, so she had to get a master's in that. So she had degrees. Great. Never pushed school because I was so good at sports. They never pushed school. My dad was so into my sports. My mom wouldn't say anything. Never pushed school. I, I have two master's degrees now. That was me. That was all me. Just getting through college with over B average. That was me. I just started going because in, in high school, I didn't care. So simply participating like I did in high school, academics, that's not enough. Just showing up and people push you along because if they don't, it doesn't look good for them. That's not, that's not good enough. It's not good enough. Yes, there are certain things in life that we're better at. That we're more... We produce more optimal results than other things. Great. But there are also things in life that we have to do, that we have no choice. School is one of those things. And it shows. Doesn't it show? It's a struggle. Some kids love school. They're on a, the honor system roll every time. They just love school. You have to say a word to them. But there are other things you got to kick their ass about. you got to, not literally, but you got to push them about. Sure. Sure. But what I see as a student in school, especially from after 6th, 7th grade to like 10th, 11th grade, and even like before that, like 5th, 4th, 5th grade, as a, as a student observing it, and then as a teacher teaching 5th grade, I see it. I see it. So I try to make it more fun. Make it a safe haven. Get kids involved in a different way that speaks to them. Instead of me saying, oh, I'm just going to stand up here and talk. My God, same thing with sports, same thing with anything you do in life. People like to preach. People like to say, this is the only way you can do something. And I've discovered over the years, there are many ways to do things, many angles you can take to do something. But in school, there was always, this is it. This is the answer. This is that. Okay, well, what if I have imagination? What if I have an opinion? God forbid. Like, I'd, I'd sit with my fifth graders who were, who were 10 and 11-year-olds and talk about the American Revolution and other wars. And I'd sit up there and be like, instead of just saying, oh, this is what the book says, ugh. And, and also, I adjusted my tone because I'm, I was dealing with mostly African-American students, some Latino-Hispanic students as well. So I had to adjust what I'm saying because... Slavery, horrible thing in our history. Terrible. However, don't feel like you're alone. There have been other groups that have been just obliterated over the years. Native Americans, Jewish, Jewish, now Jewish Americans, the Holocaust. There have been millions of, there have been hundreds of things that have happened over, over, the, over time that have just, you've tried to eradicate a race or creed or a color, whatever it is religious beliefs, whatever it is. People that have been outcast and ostracized, which if you listen to my previous episode about equality, that's that's fucking bullshit. You know, 
It's just quality is just bullshit. It's just everybody's equal. You don't have to say it. And the minute you do, something's wrong. You know, people, people, yes, are ignorant and people are, are just ridiculous in the way they treat other people. But equality in itself is just a given. So let's just get off that. I'm trying to. So school, very, very difficult thing. But partic- just part- simply participating is not enough. Again, I talked about the American Revolution to my kids I was teaching. And instead of just saying fact, 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 I'm like, why do you think every war starts? What's the point of it? Oh, people hate each other. Yeah, we got people hate each other. People want to fight. Okay, let's get past that now. What's the common What's the common theme in all this stuff? What do people want? Let's go to the American Revolution. What was the problem? Oh, some kids chime in. Taxes. And more kids get interested. Kids start picking up their head. They were paying too many taxes. and they. Okay, so what, so what does that have to do with? Another kid who doesn't talk much says money. There you go. Almost every conflict in the history of man has been about money. Sometimes it's about other things. He stole somebody's wife. Okay, whatever. But largely it's about money. It's about money. Always. Always about money. So putting it, shedding a different light on something instead of like what's in a book, which is sort of one-sided, isn't it? All those textbooks, a little one-sided. Then you learn like geometry. I never got that. I still haven't gotten that. I'm really good at math. I'm really good at math. I don't need a calculator most of the time. I can figure it out in my head. But stuff like geometry, I don't what? Theorems and... Okay. Angles. It just didn't do it for me. I don't know what happened. Certain things I like. Other things, eh. Doesn't, doesn't really do it for me. I don't know why that happens. But in a thing like that, when you're not, when you're not passionate about it and you get behind and you're simply showing up, in its essence, you're participating, it doesn't go well. There's no scenario where it's going to go well. How much your parents yell at you, I don't care how much a boss yells at you, I don't care how anybody yells at you, your spouse yells at you, it doesn't matter. If you're not into it and you're simply participating, it's not enough. Like I talk about another other another episodes about the hokey pokey. Put your whole self in. Put your whole self out. It's always going to be your whole self. you got to put your whole authentic self into something. And it's not easy when you, it's just not aligned with you. So become aligned with things. Do those things that you love and you're passionate about. And you'll find that you won't simply be participating. You'll be, you'll be leading and you'll be fully engaged, okay? Let's do that. This is Phil Wall. You've been in the Meet Conversations. And as usual, download my fiction books for free on Amazon, Kindle, and Smashwords.com. I'll talk to you real soon. I hope you're well. Take care.